Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Melody Felton. Melody is the head bowling coach at Grandview University. Melody, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Well, you're the head bowling coach at Grandview, the Grandview Vikings in Iowa there. Let's first off begin. We've had you on a few different times, but for some of the newer listeners to the show, let's have you kind of introduce everyone to the program and exactly explain, I, I mentioned Iowa, but explain exactly where you guys are located. Okay, Grandview University is located in Des Moines, Iowa. It is an NAIA university. Uh, We have about 1,800 full-time students. Des Moines is not, it's it's a city, and there's plenty of uh, suburbs and lots of things to do. So it's um, it's kind of a, a small town city, you might say, where we're located. And it looks like you're off to a good start here as far as the rankings go. It looks like you're ranked up pretty high there for the men's side. Uh, yes. Uh, they are in second. The women in the preseason poll were ranked eighth, and they bumped up to sixth. So that was a, a, nice, a nice move. You have a bunch of returning players there. Is that why everybody has you know, a lot of confidence in how you guys are going to perform this year? Well, we have rather a young team. On the ladies' side, we have no seniors. Well, we have one, I guess. And um, the rest are, we have one, basically one junior. The rest are sophomores and freshmen on the ladies' side. On the men's, we had three returner seniors that are going to graduate. Some juniors, uh, sophomores, picking up the, kind of picking up the slack. And we do have some freshmen. Coach, what do you what do you ask on your seniors to help lead the team and lead the freshmen and lead the sophomores so they get to a situation at a tournament and the, the situation isn't too big for them? Well, we just kind of expect everyone to lead by example, you know, to be confident, to kind of keep everyone motivated, uh, keep everybody focused. And as far as that kind of aspect goes and, you know, looking more in the mental game, you know, we've had uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Dean Hennitz, for example, has been on our podcast before. And, and it sounds like you place, a, you know, quite a bit of emphasis on, you know, the importance of the self-talk and, and motivation in the, in the mental game. Is that right? Yes. I think that your mental game is the most important, uh, that they all stay positive, show great um, sportsmanship and uh, support each other. We always say we is greater than me, and that if we're all together and we stay together as a team, whether you're competing, whether you're cheering, that we're all doing this together and to do it in a positive atmosphere. So, how would you say urethane fits into the program for you guys, and where does it um, where does it where do you guys put that as emphasis when, it, when you guys head to these tournaments? Because we see a lot of teams and we see a lot of people using it at events. 
as far as, number one, whether helping the team to recognize when they should be throwing it and then also helping them to understand how that – then the lanes will play different. The urethane will break down the lanes a little bit different than using reactive resin. Uh, yes, it does. When we have uh, some of our uh, – some of the men do use the urethane. They are quite knowledgeable. I think they, they get it out. They use it in the correct time. They – play the right part of the lane they're I think they're well versed on it that we have a we have a couple that don't carry urethane in their bag that it's just everyone's an individual and it might be a necessity for someone on the team where it might not be for someone else on the girls side I think we only maybe have one young lady that carries urethane with her but um, other than that, I would say that there is a time when it does need to come out. And I think my, my gentlemen have been very good about, you know, when they should use it and when they should not. And we had a, an interesting conversation not too long ago with one of the coaches um, who had mentioned uh, they were responsible, like yourself, for coaching both the men's and the women's team. And we're talking about some of the differences and similarities between coaching the men and the women and, and, and what's your experience been with that? Is, is there a lot of crossover stuff or do you have to treat the two teams very differently? There's a little difference. And for me, it's a little different because my associate head coach happens to be my husband. And mm-hmm. so we get a lot, we're able to not just be on the lanes together with them at practice but we can also bring things home, discuss. Um, I think that the girls um, sometimes require just a little different understanding on how to play the games, you know, play the game, whereas with the men, it's easier maybe to speak more about angles and just um, making moves is a little different. Uh, My husband usually... um, has the girls at the tournament and uh, he's they're very responsive to all of his suggestions um so I, I think there's just a little difference but the end result i think is that if you stay positive and just try to keep it simple and it just seems to work so what advice do you have for the high school players out there looking to uh, to find a college to bowl in, and what would you suggest they do, or how should they begin that process? First thing is to look at you know, what you think you might want to major in, and then you want to check the schools to see what they offer. Um, the academics need to come first because that's the real reason you should be looking at a school. Um, Bowling is second uh, because the education is something that you're going to take with you to get your job. And so what we like them to do is just to make sure that when they're looking at the school, is there a major that they're interested in? The size of the school, does the campus feel like it feels comfortable? Someplace they want to spend four years the surrounding area, what does it have to offer? Is it things that 
um, well, we have like for Grandview, for instance, has 100% internships, 98 to 99% job placement. So you want to know what your location is going to offer. And we also, at our school, being the size it is, the classroom size, the ratio is 12 to 1 for a student-faculty uh, ratio. Class sizes are about 16. So they actually have a, a, a good chance if they want, they can double major. Well, that's a lot of, lot of advantages and a lot of good stuff there as far as the student goes, it sounds like. I know mm-hmm. everybody always appreciates a little bit more time and attention, you know, in a little bit smaller classroom, that's for sure. And, and uh, you know, like you mentioned with double major, it's some, some really good opportunities. A final question I've got for you, Coach. With the importance of uh, spare shooting and, uh, you know, so many – uh, younger players that we see nowadays focus on, you know, stringing the strikes together and the lane conditions get very, very tough. What kind of advice do you have for maybe some of the, the up-and-comers who are struggling to, you know, maybe make their spares? Maybe they have a big strike ball, but you get a little bit lost on the flat conditions trying to make them. Well, I think practice, practice, practice. We, um, we dedicate at least one full practice to spares only, um, trying to find help our individuals, find the right formula that works for them to we'd like them to be about a 90 at least a 90 percent spare shooter the strikes are great but when it gets right down to it if you don't have a spare game you're not going to get very far final question i have for you coach is with the pba and pwba really back to the point of where they're probably at their highest point that we've seen in a number of years how do you approach that with your team and some of your players who really do want to take that step to the next level and bowl out on either of those tours. I mean, it feels like they have to have something to fall back on, i.e. their education, but also trying their hand out on either tour has to be a thing that you guys encourage there as well. We um, encourage that if that's something that they want to do, we're there to help them in any way we can. I do think that we've kind of bumped up our game a little bit. We do have... uh, the, um, the strike seeker. Uh, I think that's a very, very good thing to use uh, with our bowlers for feedback, for them to practice. Uh, we encourage them to go out and the youth, there's a lot of scratch youth tournaments that they can bowl in. And during the summertime when we're not in school session for the adult NEI players, they can go and bowl these tournaments and kind of get their feet wet. Nothing professional, but there's plenty of amateur tournaments out there, and we encourage them to do those things. So, But also we encourage them to not get lax in their uh, school studies so that uh, they do have something that they can fall back on. I know a couple of them had said, well, I want to get my degree, and, and I want to work for, a, a, for Storm or whatever. They want, to, they want to go work for the ball company. Awesome. Well, well, thank you so much, uh, Melody. Appreciate your time, and uh, it was a great, uh, uh, great time here on our, our Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast. And we'll look forward to touching base uh, with you a little bit later in the season and see how things are going. Well, that'll be great, and thank you for inviting me.